may I introduce myself? Lately, I've been out and about meeting amazing people and getting asked the same question over and over again. So Nick, what is it you do? And the shortest answer I can give is, I'm a designer who coaches, facilitates workshops, and oh yes, I host a little podcast called Worth Having. Welcome! Now, I can almost hear the wheels turning in your head. Worth having what? Ah, yes. And that, my friend, is where the real conversation begins. Because the answer is, it's all about belonging. And those essential elements that make life, well, they make life damn good. So that's the podcast part. But what about coaching individuals or facilitating workshops for organizations? So (laughs) I'm not just one to talk the talk. I prefer to walk the walk with you. And honestly, since talking about yourself always feels a bit weird, let's do something different. Let's talk about somebody else's business and then I explain to you what I do. Salut and welcome to Worth Having, the podcast where we explore belonging and the question, how do I want to come home to myself? I'm Nick, and each episode will explore how to avoid becoming a burnout cliche and instead take yourself from good to great. Burnout doesn't have to be your reality. By connecting emotional intelligence with positive psychology, we can uncover untapped potential, create better opportunities, and answer that tough question, what's truly worth having in life? Join me, and together we're going to figure out how to take back work-life control. Because as a designer, I craft strategies for regenerative leadership, and I simplify the conversation around self-leadership and self-efficacy. Because to belong means no one has to do this alone. And with that said, you're always welcome here, because you do belong. Thanks for joining me on this adventure. Let's get started. So, ladies and gentlemen, imagine for a moment if there existed a company with the name as inspiring as the Optimism Company. What would your initial reaction be? Would it be one of intrigue or perhaps a raised eyebrow accompanied by a subtle eye roll? That would be an entirely human response. Now, picture the same company being owned and run by none other than Simon Sinek. Does that information alter your perception? I think I can sense the shift in your thinking even as we speak. Suddenly, there's an intensified curiosity and a more welcoming embrace of the idea of an optimism company. After all, it's Simon Sinek, a name synonymous with integrity and a stellar reputation. So the Optimism Company is factually real. And it is indeed run by Simon Sinek. Within the archives of the Optimism Company, I found a brief and yet delightful little article titled Three Tips to Beat Burnout at Work. I'll provide a link so you can delve into the details at your leisure. However, 
For the time being, let me give you the essence of it. The article succinctly outlines the what to do, followed by a brief why it matters. Together, these elements make us nod our heads in agreement because the advice is not only sound, but also reinforced by the credibility that comes with Simon Sinek and his stamp of approval. It becomes instantly relevant. Let me quickly give you the three tips in his text. Tip number one, encourage taking breaks. Tip number two, tell your team they matter. And tip number three, give space to unwind and have fun. Now, here's where it gets interesting. The how to do it is conspicuously absent. How does one take a break when they have been conditioned to perpetually strafe for peak performance? And how can you truly enjoy that precious walk in the park during lunch when all you can think about is the work left undone? And the challenge doesn't end here. How do you find a sense of significance when there is no one to acknowledge your efforts or when you've never learned to appreciate your own accomplishments? Finally, how do you introduce an element of fun into a work environment, especially in cultures where privacy and egentid, as they say in Sweden, are cherished. And communal fun is met with hesitation and resistance, at least in the work environment. So as I'm here to introduce facilitation, which means nothing else than making something hard easier, let me give you an example. Decision-making could be such a facilitation topic. Or how do you have hard conversations about personal topics at work without feeling like you're stripping emotionally naked? That too could be something to talk about when it comes to well-being at work and burnout prevention. In this context, let me provide you the answers to the how of the Simon Sinek tips. Because the what and the why, those are easy to understand, but they are hard to implement. First, let's redefine a break. A break is essentially anything you do that isn't work. So taking a break sounds easy enough, but you can't expect to be able to touch mentally or emotionally without effort. The mind is, after all, what we call the brain in action. Thinking about work whilst on your break is not a sign of your inability to relax. It's a testament to how well-trained your brain is. It's just time to teach your brain a new trick, and that's being able to direct its focus elsewhere deliberately. You could, for example, try to count the times your mind keeps coming back to work whilst you're trying to focus on something else, like the environment during your lunch walk, or whilst you're trying to focus on your breath during that exercise you set out to accomplish. It's hard. It's hard, and I want you to smile at how hard this simple task is. 
That's your break from work. Amuse-toi. Get amused by other things rather than frustrated by your thoughts about work. Now, think about expressing appreciation at work. Oof, that can be tricky, right? It's a balancing act because going too far can make it seem overly intimate, whilst going too subtle can appear disingenuous. I suggest practicing with friends first. When was the last time you expressed your gratitude to your friends outside of the office? Elevate your friendships to a more intimate level and get comfortable sharing platonic love. Building healthy, meaningful relationships isn't just limited to our connections or to your life partner. It's about cultivating connections that fall somewhere in between. Can you tell your friends that they matter? How they matter? Can you make them feel valued? And can you make your friends feel needed? Can you do all this without feeling awkward? It's a valuable skill with instant rewards that you can practice in a safer environment than at the office. And as for number three, so you're a leader and want to give your team the space to connect and maybe have fun with each other. How about you start by letting them connect with themselves first. And since I'm here to introduce myself, this is where I would come in. I design workshops and my favorite one for teams is about their emotional intelligence. That one enables each member to assess and emotionally evaluate the experience of their life. You know, like a 360 degree feedback assessment, but it's a journey of self-discovery. My workshops are guided by design thinking and positive psychology. They nudge people to explore their emotional experience and focus on what's essential to feel good, to concentrate on what's positive and what's working well. I can be that someone who brings your team together to focus on something that truly matters to each of them, their lives and their own well-being. Brain in action, remind them to focus on what's good and what is working well. And where does each one have capacity to build more positivity? In a nutshell, my background in design, coaching, and positive psychology serves to inspire hope, boost self-efficacy, and enhance resilience against burnout. I'm here to shift your team's perspective towards a can-do attitude, not to turn anyone into their best self, but to help each one become their favorite self. So let's embark on this journey together. And remember, it's okay to strive for your favorite self. That is how I understand the term regenerative leadership. And this is one way of how I can help. So if you're a leader and ready to take that first step towards a more positive, resilient workforce, I'd love to hear from you. Contact me today and let's discuss the how, the most important part of any game plan, how I can help you help them 
How can we help your people like, oh no, screw that, love coming to work? Because work gives more back than it takes. And so, as at the end of any podcast episode here at Worth Having, remember, remember, you do belong and you do not have to do it alone. I'm here to be your partner in this adventure that is building your company's well-being strategy. Au revoir et à bientôt. C'est Nicole.